Hi, I'm Molly Stewart. And I'm Brad Fitch, and this is Home, Home for, for Hallmark, Hallmark, your new Countdown to Christmas podcast miniseries. Oh boy, Molly, did we have some doozies today. Ooh, yes, this week we watched USS Christmas and If I Only Had Christmas. Gwilliam? Maverick? Ruby Slippers? Oh my. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. So, Brad. Molly, we've got a guest this week. We do. We're not, we don't even have to banter. We, we, <laughs> well, we get to banter with somebody else. <laughs> we do. A very special guest with, well, with, um, with specialized knowledge, um, yeah. actually, of our first film, USS Christmas. Um, and I'd who like would to, that be? That would be James Stewart. Hello. <laughs> um, Hello, James Stewart. Oh, is, that, is that what we're calling you? Sure. Oh, sorry, Jess. James. <laughs> well, Jess, James, well, well, Jimmy. People who like me call me Jess, so you can like me and call me Jess. Jiminy? Mm, <laughs> no. Now no. you've gone too far. So Jess, why are you an expert in things, all things USS Christmas? Well, I just happened to be a sailor, nine years in the U.S. Navy, um, and I was a carrier sailor, so I worked on the flight deck of the USS Kitty Hawk. Sweet. And the reason we're watching this movie this week is because you demanded that we watch it, is what I heard, is what Molly told me. I, I have a sickness. You know, sometimes I see, especially an aircraft carrier, and I'm like, ooh, I want to watch that. Even, on, even on the Hallmark movies and mysteries? <laughs> well, it got pushed to the test, I'll tell you. <laughs> he does have a sickness about aircraft carriers. He really, really, really does. Yeah. Well, let's just jump right in. So, starts with uh, Maddie. Right off the bat, her friend, I didn't get, catch her friend's name, but... Sarah, uh, wasn't it? Was it Sarah? Uh, Sarah, Sarah, yeah. yeah. Maddie Ask, and Sarah. Asking her to go to the singles jingle mingle. Is that what... <laughs> I think that's what it was called. It was. Yeah, yeah. Singles jingle mingle. And they work for the Norfolk Register. I mean, so we do have the single mingle, right? Then, of course, she ends up being her, her sister's date, right, for this thing. And you go into this Christmas party with all these Navy officers and... They're supposed to be in some kind of uniform. Were those uniforms, babe? Mm, the the enlisted uniforms look look legit. Yeah. Um, the officers' uniforms look like um, they <laughs> went to maybe a local tuxedo store well, and gold, tried yeah. to throw something together. Gold cummerbunds. It, it was not any <laughs> navy uniform, officers' navy uniform yeah. I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Although I did really enjoy watching watching the wine on the white dress. Why do you call a grown person Billy? I, it, I, I was going to say that um, was, grown men, you, you lose that and just call him Bill, William. Yeah, you lose right. The Illy off, yeah. After that's like why you don't go by Jimmy. Ten or twelve, you start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Losing the Illy, Bill, so, Bill Junior. Maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy is a fighter pilot. He's the Grinch, right? The Grinch. Yeah. Do you have any any input on that? How he might have gotten that call sign? Or yeah, I have so much input. Um, everybody just <laughs> call kinda, signs are his favorite. Yes, belt, belt in because this is going to get serious. <laughs> so if if a, a really a, a military pilot, not necessarily just a navy pilot, but a military pilot, if they tell you how they got their call sign right off the bat, um, they're probably lying because. Usually you get your call sign as something that you did horribly <laughs> um, or something super not flattering. And not liking Christmas doesn't count. So Just, so, no. so, daddy's girl, we probably don't want to know the true <laughs> meaning behind that. <laughs> okay, I, I rolled so hard when I saw daddy's girl on the side of that aircraft that I, I think I actually have a muscle sprain in my eye. <laughs> That's not 
true. Well, she's my so thought, proud of it too. My <laughs> thought would be that if if there was someone with this call sign daddy's girl, that person would not be female. Right? It would be a guy <laughs> and there would be a horrific story a about bad it story. that you would have to be drunk to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's how you got it. Now, you were too... now, you know, I don't want to eat up a whole bunch of time, but I do have like a call sign story, quick call sign story. Um, I was in a squadron be- uh, before I was on the carrier and did have a few drinks with the, with the squadron, including some of the pilots. And one guy's name was Chewy. And so we were like, oh, Chewy. You know, now after several drinks, I mean, I know it's not like, you know, sailors to drink at all. But, you know, we might have had a few dozen drinks and then he loosened up and we said, how did you get your call sign? It wasn't because you were an awesome pilot of the Millennium Falcon or anything like that. It's because when he was in the Naval Academy, he took his shirt off and he was so hairy, (laughs) they thought he was a Wookiee. Oh, that's so gross. So they started calling him Chewy. And so that's just an example of how fighter pilots get their nicknames it's not flattering so the grinch not a not a likely accurate call sign daddy's girl maybe but not for for a a guy yeah for (laughs) a guy you could be daddy's girl for sure what about the decorations on that warship well so before we get there so so maddie gets convinced you know amelia says you know that's my boss so chet or uh captain jenkins yes kind of not very persuades maddie that she needs to come on the Christmas Tiger Cruise. Yep. Um, and Amelia kind of pressures her and says, you know, this is my boss's boss. This is the big boss. So she... Had you, heard of, have you, had you ever heard of a Tiger Cruise before this? No. Okay. Because no, my, my thought was like, they don't let people on. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to okay. Google it. They really do. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So, so anyway, Maddie is convinced and persuaded to join her mom and her sister on the annual Christmas Tiger Cruise, which is, again, where they get introduced to Billy and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Grinch and Daddy's Girl and all of those things. Yes. So, but yes, back to the decorations, and that's a great question because they were. I have to say, it was it was pretty cool that they actually filmed on a a ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you but, been on the Hornet? It was filmed. It looked like it on the Hornet, and what was the other one, babe? The it's the one in Norfolk or oh, no in South Carolina. Man, but yeah, I, the Intrepid I mean, is in my mind, but yeah, I know that's wrong. That I know that. Um, yeah, it was that part was cool, and that was. You know, because ships don't look like... I mean, there were a few places you could tell they didn't film on a ship. Right. Because, as my husband pointed out, if there's a door, there are no doors on ships. There are hatches, right? Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Sometimes I, I so listen when he talks. Right Sometimes I listen. But the decorations. Okay, back to... Oh, so bad. Okay, so, so, so bad. let's just go to the, to the exterior decorations where they had a string of lights going from the bow all the way up to, like, the stack on top of the island and then back to the stern. It's not the love boat. There is no <laughs> way that's going to happen. And then there were wreaths and like lights going all around the perimeter of the ship. I mean that no. Again, that's like the love boat. Um, n- no way. And with the wreaths and stuff that were out there, you know, there's jet engines. There's you know helicopter rotors going. I mean, stuff would be sucked into an intake. You get a wreath in the eye. <laughs> You know, <laughs> which might have been a relief that we wouldn't have had to watch the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah, those decorations. Oh, you know what I did? What I did notice is like so. Maddie, she, she, at the beginning, she's in her living room, right? And there's like in her bedroom, and there's like wreaths on the inside of her bedroom window and garland, and everything. so you could tell when they did move into the ship that they tried to make it. They down 
like they downsized the decorations. Like maybe they were trying to make it look a little more realistic, but yeah, no. Right. Oh, and oh, but the ornament decorating stage. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to wait for that. I know. I mean, I it's going to be I gotta bad, wait. though. I got to wait. I'm sorry. But still, like the the captain having this four gallon uh, reindeer mug oh, or something yeah. like that, and and yeah. then it switches to um, what we call the mess specialist, the the cooks down in the galley. And he's oh, making, making the gingerbread. gingerbread aircraft carrier. <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, again, is this is not the love boat. What are they thinking? Uh, you know, <laughs> but it is it is a Hallmark movie, so they're trying to make <laughs> it feel um, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and that's who, what the military is really about, right? It's right. about it's yeah. about taking really good care of their people and yes. making sure everybody feels good about everything. And that's that's it. The military was just you know years and years of feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, looking out. Yes. So Maddie, uh, they're on the, they get on the boat and, uh, Captain Jenkins asks her and her mom and her sister to join them for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy joins uh, them with Charlotte, who is the woman that gets the red wine all over her white dress. And we had thought they were the Billy and Charlotte. Yeah. Maddie assumed were that a thing. Yeah. were a thing. So, you know, of course, and I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, Captain Jenkins had said something about how he met his first wife on on the tiger cruise and and of course what that does is that triggers maddie to put on her investigator hat and say hmm you know let's can i go down to the archives which (laughs) there archives on an aircraft carrier i I went down to the archives room in the kitty hog yeah um it's right next to the swimming pool (laughs) and the starbucks yeah and the spa yeah 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 (laughs) one deck down from the starbucks yeah there is no swimming pool there is no starbucks and there is no archive room (laughs) In, in an aircraft carrier. Well, my favorite part, though, is, you know, Billy is outraged that he has to spend this time with oh, this woman doing this. It's a waste of time. It's a know. distraction. Right. Yes. Uh, his life is the military, and Christmas <laughs> Christmas on deck is just, just distracting. Yes. But, you know, they, they end up in the archive room, which is fully decorated as oh, well. so decorated. Yeah. The archive room includes sailors... Private personal, personal journals <laughs> and, and I love Santa how- costumes. <laughs> right. Just a random Santa costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and some and some ornaments that are laying around. Yeah, and and I think that if there was a sailor's um, diary left on the ship, maybe it's not shouldn't be read. Well, let me. I'm just saying. Let me say a couple things here about yeah. first of all that dinner. You know, it, it, it again makes me jump. I don't know why, but it makes me jump back to uh, the love boat captain Stu being mm-hmm. at the captain's table. You know, I think the captain did have his own mess. I wouldn't know because it was well above my pay grade, but it certainly was not. I mean, there's high ceilings. There's like what six Christmas trees right. in, <laughs> at least, in there, and they're yeah, all and they're all drinking wine. There's no I wine did, on the ship. Um, no, no. <laughs> there's no alcohol on the ship. Mm. There, there. Well, there's the thing, stuff that you make in the boiler room. Well, that's uh, that'll <laughs> land you in the brig. That's a secret. That'll <laughs> land you in the brig. <laughs> You could do that. What they call that boiler wine? Uh, they called it Pruno. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Sounds That's delicious, gross. right? <laughs> yeah. Is it like prune juice Drano <laughs> combo? <laughs> it's probably. It is. I'm sure. I actually never got any, but um, mm. I'm sure it was bad, really bad. Like you could clean parts with it and then drink it. Oh, um, and then the, there's like okay, just being a sailor. You know, I was in a small berthing where we were in. Gosh, I mean, just for the to listener try- out there, birthing is like the bedroom or like your cabin. Ooh, good point. Yeah, yeah because it's not it's things. not giving yeah. birth. That's not. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but uh, if you're, you know, you're in racks, and the racks are on the Kitty Hawk were three high, and we had a small birthing, and there were six, 36 of us, and it was small, uh, it, probably as small as a standard living room, and there's 36 of us sharing that space. Oof. You're not going to write in a diary. How did if it you, smell? In there, um, Did it smell good. Can can you say ass? Because oh. it's it's feet and ass. That's really all it is is feet and ass. Yeah, hey, darn. We're gonna have to make this episode <laughs> explicit now, Molly. <laughs> okay. James just said ass. I mean, Jess. Sorry, <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> James, just Jimmy. Can I call you Jimothy? <laughs> oh. So yeah, so yeah. He, there's a flashback to 1965 yes. where we meet uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. Samuel. Yeah. Who is daydreaming about this woman named Dorothy, and he sketched out a a lovely photo of her as a ballerina. That has preserved for the last 55 years. Yeah, and again, like, I think that the drawings in some Navy guy's diary would not be that. You, you wouldn't be writing in a diary. If someone else saw you writing in a diary, and again, you're a lot of people because you're going to see everything of everybody more than you ever want to see. <laughs> and and then you see somebody writing in a diary. If you're reading a book, okay, fine. But if you're writing in a diary or something like that, you are going to be screwed with hardcore and they're probably going to rip it out of your hand and read it out loud to everybody. Oh, fun. That could be fun. In this no. movie, it was preserved. Oh, yeah. It was such Beautifully a... Beautifully preserved. It was a treasure <laughs> that got preserved. In the archive room. In the archives of, of the USS Polaris. Of course, they didn't even have his name right. It's not even like they knew the guy's name, right? Right. They, they fucked up his name, but... Well, and that's his call sign, too, was Picasso. Right. Would not be... That would not be his real call sign. Mm. Once again. It, yeah. it would probably be, okay, you know, if he was Picasso, it, because he was, you know, so ugly, he could be a modern art. <laughs> okay. Well, modern art masterpiece. Cubism. It was a reference to yeah. cubism at that point. <laughs> so, so at this point, this is when Nancy Drew and Sherlock Holmes decide oh, that, the, yes. you know, this is the mystery of the movie, right? Is finding, yeah. finding Dorothy and Samuel. So. There's a couple mysteries in our movies this time. Well, oh. Some are not solvable. <laughs> But uh, so Billy and Maddie, they head into New York. And here's this like woman who's right. just like, in what year? Right. And she and just what goes was right over to that filing the cabinet. The single filing the, cabinet. Yeah. For all. And where they archive every show that's ever been performed on every, every yeah. That's, that's um, not realistic, I don't think. But uh, then, then Maddie takes him to... Museum or... Uh, it was a show, show, right? It was a... Train show. Train show. <laughs> train show. Oh God, that makes it sound even worse. And oh. that was fine. It was fine, you know, when he gave the little kid the wings. And But after that, when they're at the bistro, we often like to uh, be critical of the, the chemistry that these, <laughs> these characters have. Yes. And, and up until this point, I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't there. It was just off. And well, then, I think, and I felt like that was on purpose because they were like, supposed to be awkward around each other, but it didn't get better. No, it, <laughs> it didn't get better. Never got better. Maybe you'd think about embracing some new Christmas memories, hmm? Like what? Like, you know, today we made the little boy smile at the train show, right? Met his hero. And we saw the world's most adorable dance troupe. And he wasn't going to say anything, but it appears that you actually took a bite of your candy cane. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You know, I, I haven't had this much fun in a long time. Good. You're amazing. Hi. The way you made me imagine our day like a living scrapbook. 
You really have a way with words. Well, I'm a writer, so. You're much more than that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. That was a. That was something. <laughs> that was something. The only thing left out was you complete me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get to that, right? Oh, oh certainly. Yes. <laughs> so they're they're there to have their cheeseburgers and their shared their uh, life changing cheeseburgers. Their life changing cheeseburgers. When they realize it's seven thirty, they got to be back on the ship at eight. So <laughs> here they go running fifteen blocks through uh, New York City, uh, which would take more than a half hour, wouldn't it? You lived there. Yeah. That would take more than a half hour. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just liked when they got back on the ship, they were like, oh, okay, <laughs> good night. <laughs> well, and they entered through the side of a ship like it's a cruise ship or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's the Titanic or something. There, There's no checkpoints. There's no guards. There's no, <laughs> you know, nobody's showing their IDs and out but of like. But they know Jimothy. I mean, Billy. Yeah. The, out of 5,500 guys, the guy that's standing there on what I guess is supposed to be the quarterdeck, um, which is where you enter and exit the ship, and he just happens to know Billy. <laughs> Hello, Billy. Right. <laughs> no, there's 5,500 guys. Show me your ID or this, this Marine's going to shoot you in the forehead. Well, okay, maybe in the Ooh, kneecap. That just took a dark turn. Maybe in the big. That tub. took a dark oh, turn. Sorry. <laughs> listen, sorry, this, is sorry, really, listen. <laughs> this is really a dark episode. Yeah. The true, the true. Last the, week was dirty. This is like violent. Yeah, what the is sad, happening? the sad truth of Hallmark movies. <laughs> so, essentially, nothing happens. They they find they yeah. find Dorothy. They find Samuel, Mister Bailey, the newspaper editor, is now pressuring Maddie to finish up this front page story for the Christmas edition of the newspaper, and she's having some troubles. What is it? Is it, what did he call it? It's like a public interest piece or a person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they have. Um, <laughs> they have dinner, right? It's like the last night on the cruise. Yeah, I guess so. And they're all dressed up. I mean, I they were making stand still in these films. They Brad. Were ma- I don't know. <laughs> they were making more ornaments with all that glitter. <laughs> and that ornament <laughs> ornament making station, which is very popular on, on aircraft carriers. Oh, and other places. I mean, they were all over the Navy. The, orna- <laughs> yeah, the ornament making stations <laughs> of the Navy <laughs> with their glitter. Guys in uniforms love having glitter on their. Do you, do you, is that what your tree looks like at home? It's just so covered much glitter. In, <laughs> so so much <laughs> handmade ornaments that <laughs> Jess made <laughs> while he was in the navy. Right, yeah. it just reminded me of my military time. <laughs> oh, let me make you an ornament. I like what you said earlier, though. Really, nothing happened in this movie. It was it was very boring. <laughs> it was very boring, and they didn't really know what to. But anyway, so they they uh, they get outside after this. The Santa Claus. So he dresses. He puts yeah, that sixty-five right. year sixty-five year old uh, oh, <laughs> Santa costume on. Random Santa Claus costume. Yep. Because his heart grew like the Grinch. It grew six sizes. From her storybook scrapbook thing. Aww. <laughs> the way you. I'm just saying the things. <laughs> it just keeps saying things. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. Well, so then they go outside, and this brings me to a point that kind of is really bothersome for throughout the duration of this is that I would assume that they're in their 30s, if not yeah, I, yeah. right mm-hmm. late 30s. They are so emotionally unstable that, that I don't, they <laughs> should, the idea of them even being together is ridiculous because she can't be with somebody in the military because her father died in a training accident when she was 17. Right. So let's say that she's, at, this is at least 15 years ago. Yeah. She hasn't recovered. He right. has not recovered from, you know, the reason he's such a Grinch is because his parents got divorced when he was six years old. <laughs> Therapy. The- <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's not good. It's no. not good. No. It's the perfect night. 
absolutely perfect. <laughs> Billy, this isn't a good idea. Why not? I think you're so great, but whatever this is here on this ship, it's it's not gonna work back home. I I'm so sorry. I should go. Maddie, go. Molly, that was just so funny to you. <laughs> sorry. So, Jess, so do you get to do that on a ship? Okay, I, it might have been different, uh, different sayings on different ships, but um, at, at least on our carrier, there it was very clear. Uh, the the little kind of behind the scenes saying was, "You don't do the dirt on the ship." Public dis- displays of affection. Now, certainly, having sex will let will s- absolutely land you in the brig. So that's like a serious. Don't do it. Don't come near it. But then, but just a little tongue. um yeah so if if you were in port and you're you're on duty and your wife comes on board to have dinner with you or something which could happen you could you know uh, have dinner together uh in the galley uh and she's leaving and you give her a peck on the cheek or you actually just you know give a little smooch on the lips or whatever just quickly no big deal no one would probably say anything you give that kind of kiss that was in that movie on the fantail and there's going to be a problem um, public displays of affection is a big deal on a mm. warship. Now, again, this is not the love boat. This is a warship, and they stress that, stressed all the time. No boinking. Don't do the dirt on the boat. So, you know, now Maddie goes on her way. She's down in the dumps. Uh, she, she, but she's found uh, Samuel and uh, Dorothy. Who just happened to be the owners of her favorite crispy bacon place, right? Yeah. <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> because the world is so fucking small. Right. Yeah. Although he was in Vietnam for seven years, he was a POW. A POW. POW. Yeah. And yeah. then they moved to San San Diego, but somehow they ended up back in her hometown owning the, the crispy bacon. Which, you know, for Navy people <laughs> is not that weird. I mean, because Norfolk and San Diego are, are both Navy towns. They are Navy towns. But, yeah. Big yeah. Navy But bases. what are the chances? Yeah. Mm, not good. Um... Here comes, here comes Billy. He, he He's trying to get her back. They go for a walk. She again says, I, I just can't be with you. You're in the military, you know. I can't and, do the military. And thing. he says, well, maybe, I don't know, make it work. I, at this point, I was just, so, I was bored. I took a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the article comes out, which is also interesting that Billy lives with daddy. It seems that, like. <laughs> That was one of my favorite things. That's more therapy. Yeah, more the therapy therapist. we were talking yeah. about. That's more therapy. Sitting on yeah. the couch reading a book, like, it was, yeah, it, you yes. know, son, go get your own place. Get out of here. <laughs> go so, buy some groceries and put them in the fridge. Right. So good. <laughs> good morning. W- wake up and uh, you know Maddie's stories on the front page of the front page of the newspaper and the, yeah, the, the big the, hometown <laughs> newspaper. The dad, the dad tells him to go and get her. All right, thanks, pops. And that's another thing. Like, I'm sure guys have lots of you know like relationship conversations with their dads, right? Right. I mean, I didn't. Nope. Nothing? Crickets. Mm-hmm. Crickets from the men. Okay. Well, well, that's because that's what it is. Crickets. Yeah, crickets like nothing. Uh, relationship talk, dad. Go get him, Billy. Crickets. 
So <laughs> goes to, he goes to get her though. Yep, and uh, while they're back at Picasso's drinking their uh, Christmas cappuccinos on the patio. Oh, they didn't the, go for hot the, chocolate. It's always hot chocolate. <laughs> they went away from hot chocolate. I will say I'm going to give this some added snowflakes because there was there was more than one scene with wine, mm-hmm. and there was also. At the Navy Christmas ball, the men were drinking it looked like scotch or whiskey. They had like hard ooh, liquor ooh. in those cups. Now, so, let me tell you, at a, at a Navy party, like a Christmas party or something like that off the ship, there is some power drinking going on. So that's <laughs> that's probably legit right there. Well, and... Uh, in their gold cummerbunds. Right. Power drinking. Body shots off the go- cummerbund. So in the middle of the day, middle of the day... <laughs> <laughs> Billy shows up on the patio yep. and oh, and they fucking dance on what? She she pulls out the the replica red train that most cherished toy. That was kind of cute. And then he that pulled out his cute. own. You it was know. a little predictable though when they set it in the train at the train show museum thing. Whatever, I was like, this is going to come up later. I, right? I knew yeah. it was going to come. Yeah, up. yeah, because you've watched a few of these films now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he, oh, I've got a gift for you, and he you know pulls out that what. The- Balsam, what? balsam okay. wood. <laughs> what is it with these these um, Hallmark hunks always giving women some some form of a in snowflake? I, yeah. What is that? We've it's a necklace. necklace. It's a fucking uh, what was that? It wasn't even an ornament. It didn't even have like a thing. It was just a, a paper snowflake he handed her. Like he cut it out at his dad's house. It had glitter. Hey, it was from the ornament station. Oh, yeah, remember he oh, started painting. God. Lots and lots of glitter. The, the from Navy his living ornament scrapbook. making station. You quit bagging on that. Oh, so, oh, so bad. They kissed. Merry Christmas, Lieutenant. Merry Christmas, Maddie. The Lieutenant. And then they dance. On and the, the, yeah, on then the, they dance. Very formal. In the middle of all the dining tables. <laughs> so. And the end. The end. So left unsatisfied again, <laughs> once again. <laughs> so Jess here, we do, uh, we, we give these movies a snowflake, uh, r- ranking. So yep. we're going to start with you. I, I was, do you mind if I give it like, since it was a Navy themed USS thing, I was going to give it some, some anchors. Is it okay uh, if I give anchors? Ooh, oh, I think we change it up. Okay. Let's do anchors. Yeah. Just for, I'm going to, I'm going to go with anchors too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, it wasn't at the end of it. I didn't, I didn't just. I mean, there were some serious eye rolls in it, but it wasn't completely hurting me. So I was going to give it three anchors. Oh, I, I thought he's I thought, a generous guy. He is a generous. You know guy. what it is? It's the nostalgia. He was watching pro- this movie, right. saying, "Damn, I wish my experience." He gets to say birthing and and four deck and what was that other thing you said, honey, buddy? You got it wrong. There's I, no four deck. And what's that towery thingy? The island. 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 Yeah. So he, yeah, he did have a lot. It was a very yeah. nostalgic. And that, and that is truer than you know. Yeah. <laughs> three, three anchors. Three anchors. So okay, Molly. he's going to watch this again next year. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. I, and everybody, I think our listeners know that I like, I like fractions. Or, uh, yeah. um, so, and I really didn't like this movie. So I'm going to say 1.87 anchors. 1.87. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to just round that up and make it two anchors. <laughs> So, all right. Okay, well, you know, we didn't like that one that much. Well, Jess, thank you so much for the insight. It was really my pleasure. It's, to be you here. really you really made it feel like a <laughs> brought the reality to the movie. <laughs> Probably a little bit too much reality. Sorry. Well, you know, listeners. our listeners deserve to know what our sailors go through. And no boinking. There's no boinking. <laughs> None on That's what we learned. No, no boinking. No boinking, but lots of feet and ass. Oh. <laughs>
Well, <laughs> listener, do we have a treat for you? I want to say that this is probably, I mean, I, I this premiered the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It has Hallmark Queen Candace yeah. Cameron Bure. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's like get, their biggest star. Right. Right. I mean, I mean you, you you see her and you think Hallmark movies. So to me, this is like this is the we've reached the pinnacle of this season's countdown to Christmas. We should have. <laughs> and that leaves us with if I only had Christmas, <laughs> uh, which has a lot of symbolism. Apparently I missed, which we will talk about as we go. Right. Well, I don't know. Symbolism. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I went into this movie with a, a pretty general sense of that what they were trying to play on. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that I was going to be so distracted with, I'm going to call them Easter eggs or references to The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> well, and that's probably because you knew it was there. That's probably why it was so distracting because I caught some of it, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't it like... It wasn't like overwhelmingly... Yeah, it didn't overwhelm me. So yes, we start... With, oh, <laughs> just the whole thing. The whole thing. Well, I mean. It was confusing. It was unnecessary. I don't know who wrote this script. Because it would have, it could have just worked without the Wizard of, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could undertone. have. Right. It would have just been a right. secret benefactor. And I feel like I mean, that's. That whole thing was weird anyway, though. But I mean, anyway, we've got quite a bit to talk about. So <laughs> we're going to start off. We start off with. Darcy Gale waking up in her fully decorated Christmas bedroom. <laughs> in her Christmas jammies. Right. To With her adorable dog, though. He was adorable. Bobo. Bobo. Not Toto, Bobo. <laughs> this is how we're going to do this. He's my re- favorite character in this, the entire... <laughs> this is what we're doing the whole time. Every time there's a reference, Bobo. Bobo. Toto. Um, she works for Gum Public Relations, and she is up for PR Person of the Year. Yeah, she, yeah some her, big award, right? right? Yeah. Darcy Gale, she loses... Yeah. She loses. She goes off to cry. She goes off to cry. But then the, the article comes through yes. about... Uh, Austin, yeah. Inc. Yeah. Austin, Will, Inc. is blowing up. William Austin. He's done something naughty. Well, and he's just he's just non-existent, right? right? I mean, isn't he supposed to be the face of the company after his dad dies? Whoop! dead parent number one. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. We've got her brother, Zeke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cowardly lion in the book. That's his name. Yep. We've got Winona West, who is the CFO. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. And she is a witch. Yeah, well. Ish. 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 So we start at the party, at the Christmas party where she loses. Yeah, was that like a morning buffet? Or yeah. what kind of a Christmas party was that? And she's, I love how she's like changing the names of the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and this, and she's a, she does this for a living. Yes. And this is what she... Yeah. Bad. You wonder why you lost. (laughs) We know. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. We know. Yeah, we know. So, you know, she's feeling down on herself and talks to one of her coworkers about the fact that she's going to maybe do some pro bono work (laughs) with her whole vision board in her office about Emerald Education Trust. Yeah. And it was almost like a crime scene, like connector, like, like she, <laughs> right, like it's a diagram of, she that. knows about William Austin and Emerald. Although later in the show or later in the movie, she, she pretended like she didn't, but I'm like, no, you were definitely, you got to, you got rejected right off the bat. So you, you submit a PR proposal, which he completely misunderstood. Right. Yeah. So which is why it was rejected. Right. Yeah. But nonetheless rejected. Yeah. And his counter was, well, Come 
come up to Connecticut for three weeks to do your pro bono work for Emerald Education Trust. Yeah. So full well knowing because she wants that client. She wants that. Yeah. So she goes up, which I thought was ridiculous. Just the thought that like three weeks before. Some big event, right? So, or series of, of events mm-hmm. for this major charity. It's obviously a national charity, right? Right. Yeah. And and she's going to go up there with no prep time. Nope. I mean, you do a lot of prep. You do a lot of PR related stuff in your job. Does does can you just pull this sort of stuff out of your? N- not if you want it to ear? quote unquote be uh, national. Well, and I just love that like there's a big fundraising. This is this cracked me up. Well, and I guess I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but their big fundraiser or one of their big fundraisers was this one day at this Christmas tree farm. One day they get ten percent of sales. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then the guy there doesn't want to get too you know he doesn't want to be too like showy. Right. That's not the establishment. No. His grandpa. So she. She somehow gets a hold of Glenn Goodman, who yeah, agrees to let her come up. Yeah. So she goes up to Connecticut and is sitting in the hot- at the hotel bar. <laughs> and she's, she, she said she needed a drink before this first interaction because, what did she call him, a curmudgeon? Yes, a Christmas curmudgeon. A Christmas curmudgeon. Yes, and, yeah, a no man. Right, a no, no man. man. So she's drinking her cranberry juice. Not a snowman. Right. <laughs> drinking her cranberry juice. And, um, you know, Glenn Goodman is right next to her and they have this little banter about what she's doing there and he's sort of picking picking on her to say, oh, well, what makes a no man? What makes a uh, Christmas curmudgeon? Yeah. Only to find out that she is sitting next to the person that has just hired her. Yeah. So she kind of storms off. And embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yes. Then agrees to have dinner. The next morning, mm-hmm. she arrives at uh, Emerald Education Trust with coffee and cookies mm-hmm. where she is sort of amping herself up in the lobby and Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Crow, <laughs> we're introduced to the character Jackie Crow, who uh, is... Uh, off. <laughs> and very enthusiastic. She, very enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, she loves what she does. What does she do there? She was the... Uh, do we even know what she does? Uh, you know, I, I they said it briefly. It was some like yeah. director of... Because we had the director of policy, who we also meet in that scene. We meet Dr. Bridget Tinsley. Yes. Who is the director of policy. <laughs> and then we meet Riley Lyons, who is the arts director. And he is the shyest uh, arts director. I mean, he's like a, he's got he's a dancer and he's a singer and he's like what he hates the sh- the stage. Yeah, but what? But he, you know. So we get the so listener. If any of you have not picked up on this or you missed out on the names of these characters, we've got Jackie Crow, aka Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. We've got Bridget Tinsley, Tin Man, and Riley Lyons, <laughs> who is from the get go. You hear him the first line he says. Well, I'm afraid to put. I'm afraid to get on a ladder, or I'm afraid of heights to put ornaments on the tree. I just got it at the end when they talk about his courage. Yeah. How bad is, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have those. Oh. So uh, Darcy Gale has now met her three, her three friends. Oh, that is so bad. So then they go, they meet Brian Troutman at the tree lot. Yes. But she has like a, a brain fart, but <laughs> convinces him to... Put a little more money into this once a year <laughs> fundraiser. Ten percent. Ten whole percent. Ten whole percent. So yeah, we're gonna have a maze. We're gonna have s'mores, Santa. Well, and then the maze. I mean, I would have thought it would have been a maze through the trees, but 
That's what I thought. Yeah, but what was it? It was well, it was that was supposed to be the Yellow Brick Road. Oh, okay. Because when she got lost, and which way to oh, go? Oh, yeah. Okay. Glenn said, "Oh, what are you afraid that lions and tigers and bears are going to pop out?" <laughs> and she said, "Oh my." Oh my. So. So then they're back at Emerald Education Trust, continuing to brainstorm. Oh my god! I just got the emerald too. I just got the emerald too. Oh my god! Dear Lord, was I watching this film? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, listeners. I digress. So yeah, they're they're sitting back at the table, <laughs> and Darcy says something like, "Oh, um, Bridget." Oh, do you mind if I call you Bridget? And she was like, I would prefer if you called me Dr. Tinsley. Thank you. So I'm right there. I thought, well, is this her way of not having a heart? I think so. I mean, she was was this cold cold. fish kind of person. Yeah. So they're decorating for the tree fundraiser. And um, we learned that Darcy Gale's mom died when she was in college ding, 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 ding. another dead, dead parent number two yep yeah, okay um yep. we also find out that her father henry mm-hmm. remarried yes emma auntie m so we got auntie m and uncle henry wow okay um oh my. we learned that he didn't really grow up with much um we learned that he was an orphan mm-hmm. until he was adopted when he was 10 he didn't really have much of a tradition other than reading a Christmas book with his mom uh, each Christmas Eve. Yep, and he had he opened a present, but it had to be a book. Yes, which, yeah, I have that tradition in our fa- in our family. Oh, do you? But it has to be pajamas. Oh, that's how. Are they matching? Well, no. I mean, they would when the girls were little, they would be like, you know, little cute little Barbie pant, uh, pajamas or something. But okay, but we still do that. No books. We don't know how to read. <laughs> So then uh, Glenn's assistant calls and says, Winona, you've got to call Winona back. She's not happy with your being out of the office and spending so much time on this. Well, Glenn is the VP of communications and has essentially hired this PR firm. So makes kind of sense that he'd be involved. But anyway, <laughs> so the assistant calls and says, can you please call Winona or she will, uh, her assistants are like awful and she'll sick um, her flying monkeys on me. <gasps> That's right. So <laughs> then, yes, now it's the night of and Darcy and, you know, and, and surprisingly, Darcy's family weren't super pesky about her love life. No, so there was that bit. moment where she was FaceTiming. Well, no, and, here, right, oh, the, and who's that? Who's 14. 40? And there was like 12 other people yeah, that walked by. Four, 45 feet behind her. There's, is that Glenn? <laughs> so... They have to go, they go into the tree maze. And again, there's that reference when yeah. she gets lost. And, mm-hmm. Oh, are you, you know, afraid of lions and tigers and bears? Oh my. Um, and then they, they come out of the tree maze. It was very unusual. Again, these, these dynamics of finding the balance of being cold and being romantic sometimes have these very um, unexpected moments. And that was one of them. So they come out of the tree maze mm-hmm. and he, he grabbed both of her arms and leaned in, and then he said, I have one question for you. And she says, okay, have you been good this year? It was so weird and creepy and Oh, awkward. I've been very good. <laughs> well, let's go see Santa then. And then he, like, yeah, physically like, pushed her yeah. toward in that direction. That made zero sense to me, that scene. I didn't. Yeah, it was, it it was, was weird. It was very weird. Yeah. Cut to commercial. Okay. So then 
we've moved on for the tree farm. Now it's the children's not pageant, the, the Christmas the pageant. pageant. Yeah, but wait, the venue. Well, but that happens after. So they walk in. Okay. And Riley oh, Lyons right. says, "Oh, I just sent all the Munchkins home." <laughs> um, and for you what, did nothing but write down Wizard of Oz. Yeah, no, that's I, I, I didn't write anything about the plot. <laughs> um, so. He, for whatever reason, decides that it will be best if he does a dance in front of the students to give them, was that like confidence boost or something? Uh, You got me. Something. I don't, yeah, that sounds right. We find out that Riley Lyons, the arts director, is like a great tap dancer slash singer. Was very bizarre. So bizarre. To just be like singing in front of like one of these corporate executives. Yeah. When, you know, <laughs> moments ago, he was very, very you shy. You don't just sing? You don't sing in front of your, all of your bosses and, and all of the most powerful people in your companies? <laughs> no? <laughs> you don't do a little soft shoe? No. No? Okay. So, Glenn suggests that Darcy should do do the dance with oh, Riley. So bad. So, they agree, and they're dancing, and here comes, you know, she walks into yep. the room, and mm-hmm. what are you doing? And he kind of tells her off in a in a way that they're all sort of surprised. Yeah, and that happened a lot in the film, and I didn't get it until the end with the big reveal. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, who? wow, who is he? Ta- who does he think he's talking to? Right. Yeah. So then they're walking down the street. They got the salted caramel hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, and so in that scene, when they're decorating before the tree farm, mm-hmm. they're talking about the tradition that they did have was that his mom made ginger snap cookies and her mom made snickerdoodles. Right. But on her cookies, her mom would put the initials. So, so that her, the kids... So, wouldn't. you know, the brothers wouldn't eat her cookies. Right. After that rehearsal fiasco, they're walking downtown. Here's mm. your salted caramel hot chocolate. <laughs> We're losing snowflakes, people. Losing snowflakes. We're losing snowflakes. And then he says, oh, I got you something. He has like a gift bag and it's got like one grocery store cookie in it that has her DG on it. In- Did you see it? It was like, <laughs> it was like block letters and stuff. Yeah. It was, so it was not festive. Not festive. But she takes a bite of it and he's again, like uncomfortably close. So, uh, yeah. And then she like broke a cookie, a piece of the cookie off and, and he put it right in his mouth. Like it was just very, very bizarre. Their their dynamic was bizarre the whole film. I yeah. mean, like she was, I mean, I don't know what she was going for, but she was unprofessional. She was snarky. She was, I mean, I wouldn't hire her for anything, would you? <laughs> and I'm an HR person. Right. Crying out loud. Um, <laughs> so the next moment, there's a crisis. The Christmas pageant <gasps> has been double booked. <laughs> or the, the venue. The, the venue. Has been double booked. For this national charity. <laughs> They've got really skilled people doing their bookings. Right. <laughs> so Dor- uh, Darcy Gale says, <gasps> I, I got a great idea. Yeah. We'll just combine them. Because rich people love to bring their kids to stuff. Right. right? They just love that. That's why they have nannies. Because mm-hmm. they want to bring their kids everywhere. Yeah. We'll do it at the gallon. We'll, yeah. we'll bring cookie decorations. We'll make and- it a family thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jackie has oh. a great idea. William Austin. It's the 10th oh, anniversary. That's right. He should he should speak. 
But he's missing. Like nobody, nobody, nobody knows, knows who, who he is. is, and he's he's not doing his job as CEO. He should be the face of the company. He should be leading it into the future, right? Right. Yeah. Well, so. But after her big dance number, right? Well, first, d- didn't he buy her some? No. No. How about during the rehearsal where where she kicks her shoe? Like, no. I don't. You didn't see that part because you weren't watching. I saw that part. I just, the fact that like, they were like, oh, what's I shoot? Like, she's not really dance. She's not a dancer. Why would you need dance shoes? Well, they weren't dance shoes anyway. Did you see them? They were like five inch stilettos. Right. But so they, they get all their muster up, right? Right. And they're, they're off to see William Austin in his office. (laughs) Oh God. And they march in there. Linked arms. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot that. Oh, <laughs> did just, they skip in? There was no skipping, but they did link arms. <laughs> da, 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 da. Right. And um, they go in and Winona West says, oh, I'll hear what you have to say. Right. That happens. And absolutely not. William Austin is not going to speak. And when they leave, um, she she makes a reference she you know, Darcy's talking to Glenn. He comes chasing after her like, well, why didn't you tell me you were going to do this? And, mm-hmm. you know, she was just feeling like she just wanted to do it. She made a reference to the fact that she felt at, in that moment that her body was on fire. Oh. And so. <laughs> oh. Um, so, yes. So then they're in that second rehearsal when she um, she break, breaks the shoe. Mm-hmm. Or the shoe flings off. I don't yeah, even I mean, know. Was it lost? What? I don't know what happened there. She kicks. She does a kick, and the shoe flies off. Which I, I mean, sure. I guess if you don't know how to buckle your shoe, that makes sense. But yeah, if we. But then why don't you just walk over to the fucking side of the room and grab the shoe? Right. Like, why do you need a new pair of shoes? <laughs> well, and again, so Glenn, it was like a very. Um, I'm still here. <laughs> I. <laughs> he's thinking there's smoke coming out of his ears so glenn goes to his assistant and says can you get her some shoes yes and he just happens to know what size she was and well because she had jackie had asked oh remember because jackie also was going to get her shoes right my point here is this is it weird yes it is do you know i'm gonna give it a blanket yes i'll retract if i'm wrong but go ahead would it be weird if your husband bought you a pair of high heel shoes. Very weird. I mean, shoes are something that you buy for yourself, right? Right. But you want to try, you need to try them on. And I, I obviously we're not going to have that in this movie. It's so It was weird. just, was weird. And even and, though and he it, didn't buy, he didn't actually buy them for her. So I guess maybe that makes it a little bit better, but still. Well, there's a package for you at the front desk of the hotel and you go up and then there's these red ruby slippers ruby slippers to let i mean the whole thing was weird and absolutely unnecessary i mean to the, the, it was only a, re, a way to get ruby slippers into the movie but i just it was just weird yeah yes i i stand by you know the other like the other like some of the movies we've watched you know i get okay they buy like a piece of jewelry i, I get right yeah that makes sense you know the snowflake yeah. necklaces and right. whatnot but yeah, it was just really weird. So weird. When he, again, yeah. this is at this point a professional relationship. Yes. I Very mean, I think it would be even un- would it be even weirder if your boss Oh, so weird. Said, oh, Molly, I left you a, a package at the front desk. Surprise shoes. <laughs> what? Right? So, this is where I said in the, my notes, "Oh god, this is getting really bad." <laughs> exclamation exclamation. 
So now it's the t- now it's the night of the gala. Uh-huh. And Riley Lyons, well, he's so he introduces Darcy and they do their 14 second dance. Yep. Those kids. Oh, they were oh. There was those children, I don't know where they got them. They did not want to be in this movie. At all. They were they were none of them were horrified. singing. None of their mouths were moving. And all they were doing were looking. They were horrified, repulsed. They were looking at who to follow because no one knew what to do. There was no practicing, apparently. And so the the fourteen second dance, right? Yes. Not not only did the kids not want to sing, Darcy exclaims that this was a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> and then the entire room crowds them. Yes. The entire room crowds them. Like like they just won the Super Bowl. Right. They're all rush, rushing the field. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now we see Darcy and Glenn dancing. Ugh. And it's he's about to go up on stage to speak on behalf of his the company. Well, this AI. is where she convinces him to go on stage, right? right? I mean, he, he wasn't even planning to. And then she's like, well, there's someone pretty important that could speak at the 10th right. anniversary. And then he walks away and comes back. And again, with like an overly aggressive, like pulled her in and kissed her cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Goodman gets up on stage. Yes. And this is in the Wizard of Oz where they confront the wizard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He starts by, I would like to pull the curtain back. I, I, I'm, I am, you know, another reference. Right. So he invites, he invites these people up on stage. He invites, um, Jackie, Jackie yep. for, um, he, yeah, for Jackie, he brings up Dr. Tinsley mm-hmm. for, you know, beating the beating heart of this foundation. Yes. Yes. He brings up Riley for his courage. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then suddenly in an act of transparency, he decides that he is going to reveal that he is William Austin. What? And Darcy is shocked. Darcy. Say something. I am upset. I deserve that. At myself for not catching on. I thought I was smarter than that. Oh, it was a very carefully guarded secret. I'm upset that I allowed my heart to get tangled up in someone else's games. Insecurities. For once, I had the courage to throw myself out of my comfort zone, and it was... It was for nothing. No, no, it wasn't for nothing. It was all a lie. I spent the past decade hiding trying to keep my head down while I try to keep my father's legacy alive. I think I've probably spent my whole life hiding, trying to shield myself from a world that didn't seem fair or good or trustworthy. But this is the first time I've been just William. But you weren't William. No, it wasn't my name, but it was me. I hope the world gets to know the person I met these past few weeks. He's a person worth knowing. And I'm very grateful you think I'm worthy of the job, but I'm referring the account to the New York office. Darcy, please, please don't do this. Do you want to know how I feel? I feel hurt. Merry Christmas, William. We got it. You're hurt. She said that a few times. A few times. <laughs> um, oh. 
So Darcy goes back to Kansas City. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. William and Winona are now in her office. They're wrapping up the quarter four financials. Oh, we're looking good. Blah, blah, blah. And she's some comment about, oh, you're bringing, you know, Darcy's going to work for us, right? And he says no. And she says, well, you need to go get her back. Go. Fly. Fly. (laughs) So he goes out. Darcy's decided that she's going to reevaluate her choices and the fulfillment that she's getting from the work that she's doing. And here come the three amigos on a Zoom call to encourage her that, no, you've <laughs> got to work for us. Like, Why are you giving up your dream PR job? Right. You know, us people behind the scenes, we still do the things we do because we love those things. Last scene, last couple of scenes, we've got uh, Darcy at home mm-hmm. getting out of her car with a bunch of wrapped packages yep. to her own house. And here is... Everything is hosted at her house. Yeah. 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 Well, it's... And it's, I love it. I love... Her sister-in-law comes in at one point and says, oh, just sit down and put your feet up and, <laughs> in, in, in Darcy's house. Yeah. Like, you sit down. <laughs> what the hell? So, we, I guess we can call him William now? William. Yeah. Now William. William Austin. Well, yep. William. William. Yeah. Because he's Glenn slash William. He shows up. I don't know who said... One of them said this. I think it was... I think it was him. That his life wasn't fulfilled and he, he wanted to be a man of... Um, no like a no identity he didn't want people to know who he Mm -hmm. was until you dropped into my life so (laughs) it wasn't until darcy dropped into his life that uh william felt fulfilled and complete she called him well now you're the great powerful austin (laughs) i put a u in capsule the great powerful (laughs) austin 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 And he replies, well, I was just the flawed man behind the curtain. And then, and then that was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. uh, Hands down. Yeah. William. Well, and then they instantly are out on the porch where he tells her that he's, she is now, he's offering her the vice president of communications. Right. And only if it's only if it can stay here. In Kansas City. In Kansas City. You know, a budding uh, technology, mid-sized city. City, yep. And he says, well, of course. There's no place like Kansas City. And her response is, yes, there's no place like home. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Darcy. Merry Christmas, William. (laughs) I just wish a house dropped on them. Yeah. It's time to award snowflakes. I don't know that there's going to be plural on this. <laughs> Snowflake? <laughs> Molly. Well, I I feel like I I hardly, I mean, I watched the movie, but I missed like all of that Wizard of Oz stuff. That was so, completely unnecessary. <laughs> it did not drive. It was, no, again. Yeah, I, it wasn't. I mean, because I missed it and I still watched the film. So... And so it sort from of made your, sense. From your perspective, what would you give it on Snowflakes? <laughs> well, now that I know about all the Wizard of Oz stuff, that has colored negatively colored my I when I watched it originally, I would have said it was like a 2.4, you know. So, I mean, if you're just looking at it as a kind of a not a terribly well written or thought out or acted film, then it's about a 2.4. Right. Yeah. But then when you add all that, it's a 1. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's point nine seven. It's my least favorite. Is it of all? <gasps> what? How many have we? Fourteen, fifteen yeah, movies. Yeah, 
Wow, Brad. It was it was just unnecessary. I gave more snowflakes than you did? It was unnecessary. And, and it was everywhere. Right. And be, it was everywhere from start to finish. It, I'm sorry. I feel like that was the quintessential Hallmark movie this year. Well, I think it was like their title, title vehicle. Yeah. And it was so bad. It was a one snowflake movie. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. you, there you have it, people. One snowflake from Brad. That That's bad. That's bad. Sorry. No, I mean, now that I know about The Wizard of Oz, I would have given it a few or two. But we got, didn't we get an email or a couple of emails this? Well, yeah, Uh-oh. we did. Uh-oh. Not, apparently we're not very liked. <laughs> this surprises you? This, I'm really used to not being liked, so. I just thought we had a, a level of banter that would be entertaining. Well, we crack ourselves up. Well, I know, but that's probably the problem. That is probably the problem. But no, like we're putting this stuff out and everyone else is... <laughs> like, what is wrong with these people? Right. But yes, we did receive a few emails okay. after my tantrum. <laughs> well, Apparently, to be fair, I did screw up your only bit. It was fine. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but yes, this was the email that we got. Okay. Home for Hallmark, colon... You have no business talking about the most cherished films this time of year. We don't want your gross innuendos, nasty marshmallow eating, or your annoying voices. You suck. Merry Christmas. (laughs) They signed it Merry Christmas. Not even Happy Holidays. I'm triggered by that. Merry Christmas. So, Wow. You guys love us so much. But it's fine. <laughs> um, and with that, you know, if you don't hate us, you know, we'd really appreciate um, a nice review or just uh, click the stars Yeah, on iTunes, if Apple Podcasts. If you hate us, please don't. <laughs> we don't need any more one-star reviews. Yeah, just keep emailing us. <laughs> just keep... <laughs> if you hate us, it's homeforhallmark at gmail.com. <laughs> And if you want to see some more of our uh, nasty marshmallow eating, you can follow us on Instagram at Home for Hallmark. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're we're right in the midst of uh, December, so yep. I gotta go make some marshmallows <laughs> and cocoa. Yeah. And thank you. Goodbye.